What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Screen Beans. This is episode 20. We're your hosts, Jerry Wilson. And Carolyn Chillick. And this is the Rogue One review. Rogue One. As well as the last podcast of the year. Say goodbye, 2016. Yep. So I guess uh, let's, uh, let's get to it. Warning. This podcast contains spoilers. Enter at your own risk. Okay, uh, if you don't know about this, this is uh, Rogue One is about them getting the plans to the Death Star, which, uh, spoiler alert, uh, they get they them, get them. <laughs> and uh, the Death Star blows up in episode four. Wait, what? <laughs> yeah, so basically this one takes place mere minutes. Well, it finishes mere minutes. Yeah, mere minutes. Before episode four picks up. But you get a little bit of the backstory of the Death Star. You get a little backstory of the people who got the plans. Because, you know, they mentioned it in four. Like, a lot of people lost their lives to get yeah. us these plans. Mm-hmm. And now you know who they are. I mean, whoops. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess it's a good thing we have a spoiler warning at the beginning of this. Yeah. So, obviously, if, if and, you're and listening plus, to this. And plus, if you haven't watched Star Wars... Four, five, six, or one, two, three, then... Why are you listening? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's for the solid comedy. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, so... Okay, so what did you think of it? I liked it. That went up too high, huh? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, your voice went up really high. (laughs) I liked liked it. Mikey! Uh, No, I thought it was good. I mean, it's definitely different than the saga movies than the other seven and if i had to pick i would rather watch the saga movies but i mean it's because it's it's what i've known so it's like i've already mm-hmm. have kind of a you've you've been a conditioned yeah conditioned basically. to uh and so you know kind of like you know the characters that are on that like force awakens i like better but you know you're getting characters that you've known for 30 40 years mm-hmm and, you know, you've grown up with them and you're like seeing them now and it's like the story is continuing and all that kind of stuff. And we were introduced to new characters, but you still had Chewie, you still had Han, you still had, you know, all of the same kind oh, as of... As far as episode seven goes? Yeah, mm-hmm. seven. Yeah. So like on this one, you're you're being introduced to a whole new set of characters. Yeah. I mean, that none were... of the main characters on here... Have, I mean, you know, have been on anything. You know, it's kind of all introduced. Yeah, yeah. They, they, you know, they were introduced in this and then they were ended in this. Yeah. So, you know, you don't have like that built up. You didn't have, you know, you don't have the years of, you know, knowing a character. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I think that's what, you know, if I had to pick, you know, the saga stories. But this one in its own right. And it's definitely, it's set it apart by itself, mm-hmm. I think it's a good movie. Like it's like you can't really compare it to. You have to look at it as like just a separate movie, not exi- like you know how's it fitting into the Star Wars saga because it's kind of just on its own. Yeah, if 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 someone were to ask me to rank all of the Star Wars movies, mm-hmm. the seven plus this one, I I wouldn't put Rogue One in with those seven because it it's well, I would it's put different. it above a couple of the seven ones. I just, I, I don't think that it, it, 
yes, it it goes with them as far as it is a Star Wars movie, mm-hmm. but it's not like it's. But it definitely it, it's had just a better a, it's, story. It's, it felt like Star Wars. It looked other. like Star Wars, but it just kind of you didn't have that overarching storyline of because even like when you started Skywalkers and the Jedi and the Sith and and the Force and all that. I mean, yes, they they talk about the Force here and there through throughout because they had the the Guardians of Will. Well, and the castle, there. you know, the temple, mm-hmm. you know, that they destroyed. That's where all the crystals are held. But, um, you know, so you have that mythology and all that stuff. But I think the story in Rogue One is a lot better than the story in Phantom Menace. And, the, you know, even Clone Wars is kind of loose. Mm-hmm. I would say the story in this one is a lot better and moves a lot better than some of those mm-hmm. as a movie on its own. But... That's one thing. It's like, you know, it's it's pretty fast paced. So it's like it didn't feel like a long movie. Like it was. Yeah, they went. They it was, it got was through a lot of stuff. And I, I was, I mean, it, you're right. It, it didn't it didn't feel like a a long movie. It was very, very short, very quick on what they were trying to accomplish. Mm-hmm. And they got a lot of stuff in there in the short amount of time. Because, I mean, this movie was, what, two hours? I don't I don't know. I can't, I don't know exact times, but, uh, it didn't feel, I'm guessing it's two or over two. I'm, it's not less than two. I'm sure it's over two, Mm -hmm. but just the story itself, there's no slow moments. Yeah. And I like another part that I like about the movie. So you, it starts off with, um, Jen or, or, or so, Mm -hmm. you know, as a little kid and you see her dad. And, you know, they come to get him to yeah. finish these because he was with the Empire. Then he left, and now they want him back. Yeah, Mad Mickelson. Yes. Man, I like him. He's good. He's really good. He plays a good, I mean, he's just a good actor. I mean, mm-hmm. bad guy, good guy. I mean, you. He's, he plays a very good, complicated actor. Yeah. Like, you know, one that's got issues or, mm-hmm. you know, has... I, yeah, I, I guess I, I can't see him being... And maybe he could, but I guess I can't see him as a, like a, a, like a protagonist, like a good guy, like, like a, a like a hero, right? Kind of, kind of. He would of be guy. a conflicted one at the mo- <clears throat> like you know, yeah. But like even on this one, you see, okay, they took him to finish the Death Star plans. He worked on it, and then mm-hmm. you kind of find out, you know, he leaked out that since he built the Death Star, mm-hmm. he's the one who put the flaw in it. Because, you know, like when you watch yeah. it before, it's like, why would they build this and have this tiny little flaw in here that the entire thing can mm-hmm. explode with one shot? Yeah, and, and the reason that he, you know, left to go with them, to go with the Empire to build to mm-hmm. build this was he knew that if he didn't go, they were going to build it anyways. They had the pl- they had the plans already. But he knew if, if he went, he could put in the flaw. Mm-hmm. And then, and you he know, could be there to know, leak it out to, to you know the the rebels and rebellion to on how to destroy it. Yeah, which so he kind of you know sacrificed. It's basically he sacrificed his whole life mm-hmm. as like a super undercover spy that nobody really knew about. Yeah, but like you said, they were going to make it with him or without him. And this way, he would either die. Everybody. His wife would die and, you know, his child, everybody mm-hmm. would die and they would still build it. And then there would be no way to stop them. Yeah. Like if they mm-hmm. were had this, there would be no way to stop them. You would have no chance. Yeah. 
So, like you said, yeah, he that's why he went there and then leaked it out and got the re- rebels to to do this. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, so I, I thought it was good. I thought that the the uh, special effects looked mm-hmm. really cool. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, that, I mean, anything that has like industrial light and magic, Disney. I mean, you're gonna have you're not. That's I'm. That's the least of my worries. Oh yeah, it was it was the least. I mean, of the only too. place was... that I could say is that you know when they so they had um, Governor Tarkin, you know. The Peter Cushing's, you know, which the actor has has passed he, he on. Has passed I on. mean, he was old back then. Yes, and so they got permission from his family to use his likeness, and so you could tell he's a gen- computer generated character. Mm-hmm. But it didn't really for him. It didn't really bother me. See, and he and his character didn't bother me either because I I knew because when it's they like, made yeah, the first know. one, he he was old. I, I I get it. He's old, and he was like you know like the main guy running the Death Star mm-hmm. back on you know episode four. So it's like you know. He's gonna have he, to be he, part he, of this he's story. Gotta, he's got to be in it somehow, some way, and I'm glad they just didn't recast him to somebody else because then that, I think that would have really been disjointed. But they they tried, and I think that they. I mean, yes, you could tell that he was CG, but you you understand, I guess, if you've seen all of them mm-hmm. and you're fans of Star Wars, you understand what they're trying to do, and you kind of can get past it. I, I wonder what some of the you know younger audiences or people who've never seen Star Wars, if they just thought, well, that looked just kind of hokey. Yeah, he looks weird. Yeah, it's yeah. kind of like you have to know the, you know, the mythology. Mm-hmm. And I liked seeing how his character became leader of that, of the Death Star. You know, he kind of forced his way in. Yeah. And you see kind of how things work, mm-hmm. you know, in the Empire. And I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it's not a big, it's not a big, I mean, he's hardly in episode four. This one you got a little bit more of them, but it's it's not a ton. It's just enough, I think. Yeah, because like the the main guy of a, I say main guy the what's his name um, Ors, Orson Kinnick. I don't know. Is that his name? Did you I, look it up? I did, but uh, maybe I whatever. The guy in the cape. The guy in the, the white cape who. <laughs> His big, huge master plan was, I guess, to to do this. And I guess he wanted all the credit and well, all this. Well, he is that, the one who was building the Death Star. I mean, he was literally, he's the one who did all of the work on the Death Star. Mm-hmm. He's the one who found, um, whatever, Mads. Mads. He found him, got the Death Star built. He did all of the work. Mm-hmm. And then Tarkin comes in at the very end and says, good job. Let's make let's make sure it works. When they do that, mm-hmm. then he's like, "Okay, I'm taking over now. Mm-hmm. You did all the work. Now I'm going to blow all the shit up. You know. Now yeah. I know that it works. I'm going to say that I, you know. And he kind of just forced him out, basically. Mm-hmm. And then and, and then from that moment when he kind of gets when he, when Tarkin kind of forces him out, <laughs> he runs he runs to Darth Vader. Right. And you so and you finally you get a glimpse of where Darth Vader's I I, I say castle. I think that's what they is, call it. Is on like the volcano planet. It just well, and I heard that that was scrapped from the original movies. Like that was something that they had like drawn out the plans and stuff for, and then they just and so they kind of inserted and so now it in they here. kind of use that same the same plans from the original that. Um, and this time you actually get to see it. 
Mm-hmm. You see it burnt up little, you know, just the glimpse. Kind of just yeah, like they just in the first one where you see just it. a little bit of his nasty face before they put that helmet on. Mm-hmm. You kind of just see a glimpse of his... He's in some kind of tube of water or something. Well, you know, it's kind of like what Luke is in in Hoth. You know, when they're, oh, uh-huh. you know, after he gets attacked and he comes back and he's in that water. Mm-hmm. It's kind of the same thing. They must, that must just be a thing that they do. Yeah. So then, so then he, you know, I guess one of Darth Vader's acolytes, um, which I'm, I'm, I'm curious about them. The, the dudes in red? No, those are like the Imperial Guard. Uh-huh. The, the acolyte that came to tell Darth Vader that, uh-huh. what's his name? The white cape guy was... Mm-hmm. There. Sorry, we are bad with names, guys. <laughs> I think Kinnick is Kinnick? close. I think Kinnick. We'll, we'll go with Kinnick, and if we're wrong, I'm sorry. We've got to call him something other than the guy in the white. Um, so the Acolyte is the guy that comes and gets on his knees, and then that's when Darth Vader, oh, okay. he tells him that he's mm-hmm. here. I'm curious about them because I guess supposedly they're like worshippers of Darth Vader. And I wonder if that's going, where the Knights of Ren come if from. If that's where the Knights of Ren, if they have anything to do with it, you know, as, as well, because they, because Kylo Ren somehow finds the burnt helmet of mm-hmm. Darth Vader and the ashes and all that stuff. I mean, did did they find them for Kylo Ren? I mean, because you know, this is something I thought when I first. Uh-huh. When I first saw him. Well, then you kind of see, you know, so he gets all dressed in his, his garb and makes an appearance. And so this is the first time you see Darth Vader. And it's really cool to see Darth Vader on the big screen. And between that and, you know, the end of the movie, that's all you see of mm-hmm. Darth Vader. He Well, plus, I, they always said they don't want him to be a big part of this movie. But, you know, he has to be he has to be, part of it he has because to be he's part of- right there at the end. Yeah, especially when episode four starts, he is, I mean... He's right there. He's boarding the ship. Mm-hmm. Um, so, <sighs> Kurik? Kurnik? Kinnick. Kinnick? <laughs> Who knows? So, he ends up pretty much telling Darth Vader, yeah, he wants he wants all credit for this. Well, no, he's like and you telling know- him what's happened, and Darth Vader was like... You know, said something like, you know, we, you know, da 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 da. He's like, oh, okay, so I'll get the credit then. Yeah. You know, uh, so I'll I'll be able to run it, and that's when Darth Vader does his little finger choke. Mm-hmm. And, you know, his famous. Yeah. And he's like, <laughs> and then Darth Vader says something. Choke on your ambition. Don't make sure you don't choke on your ambition or something mm-hmm. like I don't know. Yeah. So whatever. But. So I guess it was cool to see that, to see Darth Vader's old mm-hmm. homestead. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I think my like my favorite character was the robot. That's what I was going to say. Was that K two or K two S O? He was he was great. He was pretty good. I mean, you have to give it to Star Wars. Is that you can make in every single movie the droid. Or robot or whatever, the android, is always like a standout character. Mm-hmm. And it's like, do you think R2-D2 and C-3PO? BB-8. BB-8. And now K-2-SO. I mean, it's like they've been able to give these personalities. Mm-hmm. And uh, 
you know, he has that one line where it's like, you know, what if we fail or something and we'll be all sucked out into space and, you know, die. We'll die. He's, he's like, I won't. I can survive in space. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just his little, his, his little one-liner, I say comedy one-liner things, which were very funny. But, I mean, he, I don't think the robot was trying well, no, to be No, because they kind of make a comment funny. about, like, as part of his reprogramming, he doesn't have a fill. I mean, he just says whatever is on his yeah, mind. Yeah, yeah. Like, why'd she get a gun? I want a gun. And it's like, whoa. <laughs> but, yes. um, so, so that was, that was good. But like, obviously the, my favorite part of the whole movie. Well, I mean, I think it's a lot of people's cause it's my favorite part too. Yeah. And, and, and it, I can't see how it's not everybody's favorite part, but it's where you actually get to see Darth Vader be Darth Tear Vader. And he dudes. just... I mean, it goes right through like the very end of the movie where they've now every like Jen has now relayed the plans from the planet, which was a very nice planet. And like you were saying earlier, man, the off days for those stormtroopers, they can just go and sit on that nice beach. I was going to say, I want a vacation at that Imperial base. <laughs> I mean, that that was a very nice base. <laughs> yeah. How about um, good location, location, mm-hmm. location, location. Yeah. So, so. She relays the... Definitely better than that fire hellhole that they were building parts of the Death Star in. Oh, yeah. Where there's like like a slave camp, too. Yeah. Man, that... It's like, uh, can I get transferred to the, uh, you <laughs> yeah. know, the uh, storage facility? <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. But all the software and all the plans for everything and all it's the information. It's probably all cool because the server that. farm, you know, it's like a server farm. So mm-hmm. it's probably like super cool inside. And Yeah, it was awesome. And so so she relays the, the plans mm-hmm. up to a rebel ship. Rebel? Rebellion? Not rebellion. Well, that's the same. Yeah, they're rebels. Resistance, yeah, the alliance, the alliance. They they the rental, alliance. They, they finally they finally relay the plans back up to. Well, yeah, because they basically had. Um, so they, when the Empire finally learns that there's somebody there and that the Death Star plans are mm-hmm. are stored there, that's when Kinnick comes to the building to make sure to stop them, and then Tarkin. Comes up with the Death Star. Yeah. I mean, that can, the, they can fly hyperspace. See, I did not know that the Death Star could do. Well, you know, it's moved. I knew it moved around because, you know, they move it to whatever planet. Mm-hmm. But still, it's cool. You can actually get to see it happen. So, yeah. So, it, it so the Death Star got there as well as some of the Imperial And then they said, Star you know, Destroyers. Vader is going to take care of the fleet. Mm-hmm. So, basically, I think, I don't know if even Kinnick was part of the plan, the Death Star was going to take out the the, the, the base, mm-hmm. and Vader was going to take care of the fleet. And they got there as as the uh, rebels were leaving or trying to leave because some of them ran into the uh, Imperial star destroyers as they were trying to hit. Yeah, light well, speed or hyperspeed. Well, or, that's just uh you know like because you know that one they disabled one of those star destroyers, star yeah. destroyers. And then they kind of like push it into the other one. Oh, that's right. Yeah. To, Maybe they to, weren't leaving yet. Just to, a big, mm-hmm. to um, you know, push it to get out. And that way they, you know, break that gate. Because that's what they, it's going to hold yeah, the, there's, the there's gate like open. A, there's like a force field all the way around this planet. So nobody can go 
in or out, and there's just this little gate, this little hole where some of the smaller ships Mm -hmm. can go back and forth. Right. Well, they have now shut that, and they're trying to open that, because without that being open, they can't relay the plans Mm -hmm. from the base to the rebel ships. Yeah. So they use the Star Destroyer Mm -hmm. and poke it kind of like what they did didn't the star destroyer like fall into not the death star but the other one that they were building at the end of the oh uh-huh it's kind of the mm-hmm. same thing hey yeah, we got fell this. On yeah done this before and uh well they haven't done it yet well i know i'm saying it in the other movie <laughs> there's like, we've done this before see in the in episode seven they're like hey remember when we blasted that gate <laughs> <laughs> so um so yeah, so you know the dust <clears throat> when the Death Star comes, it's you know getting ready to blow it up, and you saw it because it blew up the temple, and that was pretty cool. Yeah, and, and all the, and all they were trying city. to do was just blow up the city and not the planet. Yeah, and and the and you find out in this movie that the Death Star, it's it's pretty much powered by the the crystals mm-hmm. that that power the lightsabers. Mm-hmm. Which I thought that was cool, and that's what they were mining at that at that planet. We're trying to just get all the crystals. We know there's um so uh, going back to the Clone Wars, their last season that never got um, actually made. Mm-hmm. I watched like the rough sketch animation of it, uh-huh. and um, Obi Wan and uh, um, uh, Anakin like there's this planet and there's the empire or whatever they're trying to get this gigantic crystal mm-hmm. like it's the biggest one ever seen and it's kind of, it's like and there they kind of reference like you know the empire wants to use this for a gigantic weapon or something like that I'm like oh look there's the crystal for the death star mm-hmm. <laughs> so there they kind of talk about that's what powers the gun and yeah. the death star is like those crystals but <clears throat> I'm sure that's they're using that to power everything for the the thing. So anyway, Clone Wars. Clone Wars. I like how we started this, and I was like, "Yeah, and the best part." And we we're going to get to the best part, and we went off on this tangent about <laughs> how you got to get this goddamn gate open so that we can relay <laughs> relay this message to just get to this good part, guys. Very sorry. The good part, obviously, we said was when Darth yeah, so Vader, it's Vader most- is taking care of the Rebel fleet, so he's boarding. Trying to get these plans because they know that they have now. Yeah, because because now they have the yeah they now they they have the plans on a and you have flash the guys drive, the big helmets, you know, floppy so. disk. Yeah, who got plans? <laughs> and they're all trying to pass the plans and and get it to Leia because mm-hmm. that's who was going to take the plans. And so all these guys are pretty. I guess they're they're trapped kind of in some kind of yeah, passageway, like, and the yes. lights go dark, and then all of a sudden you. See Darth Vader's show up, mm-hmm. red lightsaber come on, and then the mm-hmm. lights kind of flicker back on, and there yeah, it's just like, it's just him. And how many guys were in there? I am 15, least, 20? Yeah, 20 at least. And the door was like jammed, like it couldn't get open. Yeah, there's and the a guy crack. with the plans was right there trying to get it. It's like, dude, just hand it to him. Why did it take you so long to hand him the plans? Well, I think it was trying. Well, yeah, without seeing it again. I mean, what was the guy on the other side of the door trying to get the the thing open, or yeah, there was he trying to get, get somebody's attention? Get the plans, damn it! Yeah, he. Should, uh, I mean, I understand that that guy with that's holding the plans is like, yes, get the door open, get yeah. the door open. I want to leave. 
Yeah, but, because Darth Vader, and this is, and what's also awesome is because you see, you never saw Vader go full Vader. No, this, no, because in, in all the other, you know, episode four, five, and six, no, you never really, you saw him fight, you know, Obi-Wan, Obi-Wan. or you saw Luke, or when he lifted up, um, what's his fucking name? The Sith Lord in New Hope. Oh, episode, I've, the Emperor. Yeah. You know, lift him up. It's not like he really had a battles. Mostly just kind of him walking around, kind of mess with his sword, and you know. Yeah, and he's just one on ones and stuff like that. This one, you could, he was very active. I mean, he was very active and moving his arms and flinging the sword, and you know, you know getting was, those guys like thrown to the ceiling, and you know, and it's kind of more like how you know with how Anakin would fight. Mm-hmm. And, um, so it was cool. I mean, uh, and, and I, see it, him as Vader doing it is really And cool. I, I will say after seeing that scene, and this scene is, is not but 40 seconds, a minute long. I mean, or, it's very, it's I mean, 25 very, to 40 seconds. I mean, the, very quick. And he just goes right through. He rips it those dudes through. It was awesome. I, I, at the end of that, I was sitting there thinking, I would love, so love to see a Star Wars movie that, Pretty much had Darth Vader as the star at the where it kind of picks up after the Revenge of the Sith, where he has to go and track down mm-hmm. all the Jedi and kill all the Jedi. Now, granted, <laughs> that, that, that would, would be, be a like very a very sad movie. <laughs> it'd be a very sad movie, but I, I would love to see it. I'd love to see Darth Vader just be Darth Vader uh-huh. and see him do this. It's like you, you you hear he has all this great power and all this stuff, and you see some of it in Revenge of the Sith. At the end, when he starts to go nuts and he completely slaughters all the, the, kids. the, the little kids and and that, and then you kind of get a glimpse in this movie where he's just mowing right through them. But then after this movie, episodes four, five, and six, it's mostly just kind of him walking around, kind of moving his hand or you know doing hmm. little stuff. But it's like, like he didn't need to, to fight. I mean, he was scary enough yeah. just being him. Yes, and he did. It's like basically he's like, I can kill you without even like mm-hmm. breaking a sweat by doing. My little fingers like this, I can kill you. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, that's all I need to do, so why? But, yeah, seeing him fight those dudes and just kind of just mow through them. And then you see, you know, they get the plans through the door, finally. The guy runs, and then you see the ship kind of take off, like, from underneath it, like a mm-hmm. little ship. And it's the ship that you see at the beginning of... Of episode four. four yeah. Which is the ship that Leia's on. Mm-hmm. And then the door opens in the cockpit, and you see the back of Princess Leia. And what was cool is they brought back her, you know, adopted father, you know. Um, yeah, from episodes. From the early episodes. Yeah, like two and three. Mm-hmm. I can't remember how many episodes. I mean, yeah, two or three. Uh, I know. He's, I know. Obviously, he was in three because he he takes the, he he took the twins. Or he took one twin. Well, he took yeah, he took one twin. <laughs> Sorry. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, she, she gets to go live on the nice planet. Yeah. Luke, he can go live in dirt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but he's with Skywalkers. Anyway. Good hiding spot. Mm-hmm. Hey, it worked. <laughs> Obviously, yes, it did for 16 years. <laughs> but it's like, I wish they would have just ended it there. Like, cause she was also, they did CGI with her. Yes. And I, it's like, I don't know if you needed it. Cause everyone knows what she looks like. Mm-hmm. Everyone knows who she is. Yes, because she she had more screen time back then than Tarkin did. Right. 
And with Tarkin, I, I was I was fine, and most of the stuff that he was in, it was it was most it was kind of dark. Mm-hmm. So I, I gave them the benefit of the doubt on this one. I, I let it pass. I didn't. I think they have were any thinking like people it. would be like, "Yay, Leia!" But it's like I didn't. I feel like if you would just showed her back, and then you showed the guy just handing it, and you see her arm taking it, and that's it. The end. Or even a side shot. We're not even showing her face. Just like, hand to hand. Like where she had the hood up, like when she has the hood up and she's passing the passing the plans to <laughs> R2-D2 right. in, in episode four. Just something like that. But then they go and they show her CGI face and it was such a... Yeah, that's kind of, downer, I would say, because, it was one of the Because it, like, it was like fully lit. It wasn't like Tarkin where it was... The shots tend to be dark, mm-hmm. and there were shadows and stuff like that where they can get away with more. But this was a well-lit, right there, center screen, and it just it just stuck out. Yeah. It just and stuck it's like out. you didn't need it. No, you didn't need it. You just throw the little hood over her or, or keep her from behind so you can see the Cinnabons. Right. You know, that's that's all you needed. You didn't, mm-hmm. you didn't need to show her face. Yeah. She, we we know what she looks like more. And yeah. We're going to be more picky about her because we've seen her in yeah. all of these. Mm-hmm. So. I agree. I agree. I'm trying but, to think. What else? Well, the, the, the Guardians of Will? Wills? Wills. Wills, whatever, that were on that planet. I, I, like, I like those two guys. Oh, the, yeah. The blind guy. I like their relationship. I thought their two characters... Went together well. Mm-hmm. I liked, I, and I felt like they 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 went together well. Like they, they, their their relationship. Well, yeah, it's kind of like was, you know the wise, the wise old man. Not really old, but the wise mm-hmm. old man, and then the badass, you know, warrior. Yeah, I, but I, I guess. Are, and I heard that the what was cool is that the guy, the blind, the actor who played the blind guy, you know, he's a very well known martial artist or martial arts actor in like Hong Kong. Mm-hmm. He like made up a new fighting style for Star Wars, like for his character, like a totally different kind of style, which I thought was pretty cool. Cause you know, his fight scenes were, see, I'd like to know more about that. What I would, I would like to know you made something up. I would like to know more about it. Okay. Well, like an H- HBO behind the scenes. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, because I it was on. I think I was watching Jimmy Kimmel, and they were talking about it. Mm-hmm. But um, you know, his fight, you know, the way that he fights and stuff in here is kind of a, a style that he kind of developed. Yeah. But yeah, I agree. I like you know, in his little chance, I'm I'm the force. The force is with me. I'm the force. The mm-hmm. force is with me. And see, I like that because he he's not he's not a a Jedi or anything like that. But he he's a believer. Mm-hmm. In the force, and and he has something. He he has something. He's force sensitive. Maybe maybe something like that. Where he he can't do some of the Jedi cool things or stuff like that. Things, but I think that I think he can read people. Yeah, I mean that's what he does. Is he reads people' thoughts and knows what they're. Which I thought was was pretty cool because one of the things where. And like you know, the Phantom Menace, where it was kind of hokey, and I've also seen where Disney has was trying to get. This goes back to when they were making Force Awakens, where 
once Disney purchased them, they wanted to get away from that whole mini-chlorian uh-huh. thing and have it be more of a sp- spiritual aspect. Well, I think with what they did with Force Awaken and then even in this with him and his character, it's more spiritual mm-hmm. and not so much how many mini-chlorians do you have in you or does that rock have in it and, you know, all that kind of bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, where it's a test to see if you're positive or not. Yeah, are you positive for many chlorians? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but um, so yeah, I like their characters. I liked K2SO. I, um, you know, all of their relationships together, I thought were really good. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, like the whole team. I liked seeing um. What's the lady in the white ma- Matha or like the the boss lady of yeah the you know Rebel I Alliance. liked her character in this and you know all of that and um and you did you did have, you did have some cameos of some other aliens that you've seen yeah like the the guy in the uh, who gets his arm cut off in the cantina uh huh the you guy see? looks like he has like a butt face yeah like his nose is like broken. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and, you know, and I think this one, I was reading, and I can't remember all of them, but, like, different um, Easter eggs, mm-hmm. Star Wars Easter eggs in this. The, and that, the blue milk. Oh, yeah, the blue milk. The blue milk. And uh, I think it said there was, like, at least 13 in the article I read. Okay. And some of it, well, a couple of them were from Rebels. Um, you know, the blue milk was one, mm-hmm. the... Um, and there was some, I can't remember all of them, but yeah. it was like, oh yeah, oh yeah. And it's like, you know, that kind of stuff is cool because, you know, that's how they can kind of show the connections and different yeah. thing. And, and I heard that, that Chopper was in this from the Rebels cartoon. Mm-hmm. I I didn't see him. I'm, I'm sure he's in there. But since I don't watch the Rebels cartoon. I know, I keep waiting I, for I to get of, on Netflix or to get on Amazon or something. I need it to... Mm-hmm. To become where it's available, since yeah. I don't have cable, I just I just keep I just keep forgetting to to. I've started the Clone Wars, <laughs> but I I haven't. I just forget. It's like when I have you know some time to watch something, it's like I just forget to. Oh yeah, Clone yeah I don't like the Clone Wars. So but I feel like I need to you know. Mow, but Rebels mow seems like there's a then, lot more to it. You know, it's mm-hmm. a, you know because you know Clone Wars happens between two and three, so you have. Mm-hmm. The end and beginning, and also is 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 Clone Wars something that Lucasfilms and Disney did, or is this before Disney? It might have been before Disney. Them, it might have been the before Rebels Disney. Is and Rebels after is... Disney has purchased them. Yeah, I'd have to check in. I'm not sure. I know Lucasfilm, but I don't know about Disney. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I okay. I still think that they're good. Yeah, and, I mean it has um, the character the uh, Forrest Whitaker character. He was on the Clone Wars. You know, yeah. he was very young on it, but, um, you know, that's kind of like what happened in that episode is what started him up on the path of being mm-hmm. like an extremist. Yeah, I wonder. So, so now they've done Rogue One. Mm-hmm. And which I look at Rogue One, it, for me, it was kind of a, you know, an, an appetizer for what's going to come next year with episode eight. Yeah. But then the year after that, 2018. Mm-hmm. Will be the Han Solo, uh-huh. and then after that you'll have your Episode Nine. Mm-hmm. There was going to be a Bubba Fett movie after Episode Nine, but I've now kind of since heard that they've kind of scrapped 
that whole thing or taking it off the schedule or plans or whatever. I assume that they're going to do something mm-hmm. and most likely it will have to, you know, go back in time to It seems to like you it. could almost do a Boba Fett and Han Solo movie. I mean, yeah, what well, you yeah, could combine well, them cuz he knew who Boba, Boba Fett was. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so I don't know. And I, and I know and I know what you would want to see and I think I'm right there with you. I would like to see Obi-Wan. Obi-Wan. Yeah. Is what is what I would like to see and I'd like to see you do it sooner than later because I also agree with you. I would like to see uh Hugh McGregor do it. Right. And he's getting to the age now where he could be sometime in that 30-year mm-hmm. time frame. And I also, I think it was part of that, um, the uh, article I was reading about the Easter eggs. And it was talking about, there was something in the movie, I can't remember what it was. But then... Um, oh, that they that they mentioned that, they're, that, that they have a friend? Yeah, it could have been, it was something like, yeah. That that's when they were talking mm-hmm. about it. Yeah, that was, and they were talking about on the Rebels uh, animated series that there's been hints that you know Darth Maul is looking for Obi Wan, and you know this 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 uh, season might end with could be Obi Wan on there. So on it's the, like on the animated series, on the animated, you know, at least for an episode or mm-hmm. two or something like that. And then so, you know, it's like they, and, and that the fact that Ewan McGregor said he would do it. And the fact that he did record something, you know, for Force Awakens, mm-hmm. you know, on that little scene with, um, uh, with, yeah. uh, what's her name? Ren? Wait, what's her name? Right. Right. Mm-hmm. I guess I just, I, I just think that would be a, a no brainer. It seems like, and it seems like a lot of people, I mean. Yeah. I'm not the only person. Like, a lot of people would love to see it. Yes. But I... Mm, yeah. Mm-hmm. Don't get me started. I, I know. So, I was just, I was just kind of thinking, I mean, because it's... What are they... I mean, we, we have years to <laughs> wait and, and years of good stuff that we're going to be watching. But I'm already looking back. Okay, so once after episode nine is done, where's, like, the Star Wars story going to go for... Is it going to be done? Or are you just going to do a bunch of little... One-off things, start a new trilogy of something else. That's just me, just randomly, completely scatter shooting. So five years, like what, five or six years from now, we'll worry about it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. So we'll bring it back to Rogue One. Oh, that's what we're talking that's, about? Yeah, that's what we're talking about before we went down this other path. Uh-huh. And then went down that other path. Uh-huh. Your grade, mm-hmm. final thoughts... Um, well, I think it's right in the middle. I would give it A minus B plus. Okay. Because I am going to be seeing it again over the holidays. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I would say it's, you know, right on the line. I think it definitely is an awesome movie and it's worth seeing in the theater. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Especially if you're a Star Wars fan. And even if you're not, you could watch this and you won't get everything, but you would still have, you know, it would still a good movie. Mm-hmm. It is darker and is a little bit more. I mean, I wouldn't bring my, you know, eight-year-old nephews to go see this because I love, you know, he loves Star Wars and stuff. Because mm-hmm. 
spoiler alert, everyone dies. Yeah, but it's you kind it's, of knew it's that not, was going to happen. Yeah, it's, it's not gore, because, but you know that the body count will be. Yeah, but it's high. sad. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's sad. And uh, yeah, well, especially with Jen and what's his name, Cassian, mm-hmm. sitting there on the on the on the beach because the Death Star is there, and yeah. they know it's there to blow up the planet. Yeah, and there and everything got blown up. Like, there's no mm-hmm. way to get off of the planet. Yeah. So everybody, and then the Jedi or the you know the blind guy, you know he, mm-hmm. you know, I mean everyone dies. Yeah, they all die. <laughs> and so, I mean, you know, so it's. I would say it wouldn't be for a kid who loves the Star Wars saga. Stay with the main ones. This one is for the people who saw it in the eighties and the seventies. You know, mm-hmm. you're adults and. You know, you can catch all of the little tidbits and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Or, I mean, you, you know, maybe you've never watched Star Wars and you kind of want to, you know, dip your toe in and you can see a really good movie. So, I, I'm going to, I'm going to be wishy-washy and give it A minus B plus. Okay. That's fine. Uh, hey. Okay. Well, um, I'm going to give it a B. Mm-hmm. Um... I liked it. I thought it was a very interesting story on how they got the plans. I, I liked how they were that Disney was able to purchase Lucas Films and come up with an idea that revolved around some element from a movie made in nineteen seventy five. Mm-hmm. Seventy six. Seventy six. And to kind of let you know on why that little thing to the Death Star or whatever was there. Cause he, Basically, they built this movie on the line. A lot of people died getting these plans to us. Uh-huh. That's and, the, then, and then moviegoers were like, why did they build this huge Death Star and then it have this flaw to it? Yeah. Which now you know why the Death Star had the flaw. And you also saw all the people that sacrificed their lives to get to mm-hmm. get the plans. Yeah. Um, I, so I give it a B. I liked it, and I think that you know you mentioned to me earlier that maybe my expectations for this movie were high. Yeah, I think they were high, but I think that going into it, I knew that I knew everybody was going to die. Mm-hmm. So to really try to get connected to some of the people was going to be kind of silly because I knew they were going to die. They're not going to be any sequels of these <laughs> people in them. Mm-hmm. So that connection kind of was, wasn't there, but as the movie went on, I kind of realized that I really enjoy seeing the force and the main story. And when it got to the end with Darth Vader, I was like, this part is absolutely incredible Mm -hmm. loved it Mm -hmm. and i kind of look at this movie as it was good movie nice glad i saw it in the theater visually it was awesome i liked the story but it was more of an appetizer to get me to episode eight more so than than anything Mm -hmm. I'll, i'll i mean i'll watch it again but i don't need to go and see it in the the theaters or anything like that again. It's not like I'm dying to go, go see it. Uh It just kind of, you know, 
filled in some holes and that that and questions see, I kinda, that I had. I kind of feel like if I when I see it again, I bet I can catch some things that I missed. Mm-hmm. Especially now, because you know when I first watch it, I don't want to read anything that's going to spoil more yeah. of it. But now it's like you know reading those Easter eggs and looking for some stuff like some of the other characters. I think that it would be. I think it would be better the second time mm-hmm. because you can find some of the stuff you can you didn't really see the first time. So I think it's one of those movies like every time you watch it, you might catch something different. Yeah. Now, now since we've given our grades and we both we both like it, if you were to go back now and watch all eight of the Star Wars movies, uh-huh. and you have the 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 way that they came out. Like what if you were to watch it with starting with episode four, five, six, and then go back to one, two, three, and then seven, or you can watch it four, five, one, two, three, six, seven. How would you watch it now with Rogue One? Would you watch Rogue One before episode four? Or would you still watch I might do maybe four Rogue One. Five, one, two, three, six. Because mm-hmm. I feel like you need to watch number four because that is like the begin, like that's where the story. Yeah, I think all options start with with four. With four. But I think after they blow up the Death Star, it would be cool to then see how they got the plans. How they got the plans? Because if you wait too long, then you're like, who cares anymore? And, and I don't think you want to. You don't want to wait. And watch it after five, because because then that ruins because watching that, starts- that ruins one, two, and three, which is the flashback for Darth Vader of Episode Five. Yeah. So it probably would be you watch Episode Four, mm-hmm. then Rogue One, mm-hmm. then five, one, two, three, six, and seven. Yeah, that's what I said. Yeah, I know. I'm agreeing. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, because after four and they blow it up, you're like, oh, cool. Mm-hmm. Then you find out how they got the plans. And you're like, oh, wow. Yeah. That's cool. And um, because after that, the Death Star is blown up and then nobody cares anymore. Yeah. So that's. Uh, yeah, and I don't think you would, you would start with Rogue One because you're watching Rogue One and you're really not. I mean, it's. Uh... No, I still think you should see the first one. Mm-hmm. Number R. You should Episode see number four. four. Yeah. Okay. There you go. That sounds good. That's like our that. that's that's uh, our recommendation. So once it comes out on video, or watch four, then go to the movies, watch Rogue One, and then and then go back to your house and watch episode five, five. Uh-huh. one two three four six, and then seven. Yeah, well one two three one two three six seven. Yeah, whatever numbers. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Well, that, that's all I had. That's all I, I got. You. Cool. Well, I think that's going to wrap it up for 2016 for yes. us. Solid 20 episodes we got We got in since what? September. August, September. Because mm-hmm. we, we started like the second week in September. Mm-hmm. So, hey, that's that's pretty good. And so now we're, we're going to take, take a break because there's, you know, obviously there's no new shows going on right now. There's no mm-hmm. movies coming out. I think the next movie we're planning on seeing to give a movie review will be... Lego, Lego, Bat- Lego Batman. Yeah. And that one looks that's pretty like, sweet. That'll be, that's February. Mm-hmm. So, and I think our first, you know, like 
regular TV episode, I think will be Thursday, January 12th, because we'll be switching to a Thursday schedule mm-hmm. so we can get an episode out Before that, that will Grimm. include Grimm. Mm-hmm. So I think Grimm's season starts January 6th on Friday. Yep. So that following Thursday, the 12th, we'll put out our episode, which I think it will, by that point, I think it might just be grim, maybe. I don't know. It's like, it's hard to we'll tell. To look and see what the When the shows are, are all coming all back. Because Supergirl this, might be back. Well, I... Or did they all I think, I think the CW, I think the CW starts that next week, like the 16th, 17th, or something, something like that. Mm-hmm. Um... Yeah, we'll so we might have just a, a grim only show, maybe. Which I'm on board with that. I'm, I'm excited grim about grim. Grim, I think grim this season is going to be badass. Oh yeah. So we'll be gone for you know a couple weeks or so, but um, but then we'll be then we'll be back and just going <laughs> full full speed. Full speed, very full speed. <laughs> so well, cool. Well, I just want to. Um, Wish you guys all a Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, Happy Hanukkah, Happy Kwanzaa, Happy Boxing Day, Happy, happy Whatever Year. Floats Your Boat. <laughs> uh, and um, I guess we uh, let us know how you feel. You can always, hey, if you need to listen while we're, you know, re-listen to some episodes while uh, you're on vacation, you can check us out, ScreenBeansPodcast.com. Especially our mid-season, our mid-season finale show thing our gift that was our gift yeah yeah that was our gift you so if you guys wanted to you know freshen up uh-huh. heading into the uh the start of the yeah the second half of the season go that's ahead that's a good idea and then uh you can also find us on twitter you can uh friend us like us share us on facebook and you can always listen to us on soundcloud you can listen to us on itunes stitcher tune in so uh hey you can listen all you want over the holidays so You guys have a great rest of the 2016, and we will see you next year. Bye, guys.